Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. From KQED in San Francisco, I'm Mina Kim. Coming up on Forum, you can do karaoke, even if you can't sing. It's all about finding the song that you like to perform. 90s breakup song, perhaps? And it's about finding the right environment. You can try a private room among friends or a holiday family gathering before bearing your soul at a karaoke bar. The LA Times has put out what it calls the ultimate guide to finding your go-to karaoke songs. And this hour, we'll give the guide a try. Because singing is a mood booster, and karaoke just might be the self-care you need. Don't go away. Welcome to Forum. I'm Mina Kim. We are doing karaoke this hour. The project team at the Los Angeles Times has launched what it calls the ultimate guide to finding your go-to karaoke songs. To help you find the courage to sing in front of others if you're a newbie, or discover new songs if you're a regular at the karaoke bar. Either way, it's about more people experiencing the often unexpected joy that comes from belting out lyrics displayed on a screen to an instrumental track. Ada Seng is assistant editor on the utility journalism team at the LA Times that came up with the ultimate guide. And we want to know from you listeners, what's your go-to karaoke song? A karaoke tip you have? Your questions about trying karaoke? You can always call us 866-733-6786. Post it on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at KQED Forum or email forum at kqed.org. Ada Seng, welcome to Forum. Thank you so much for having me. Really glad to have you. So tell me, what was the inspiration for this guide? Oh my gosh, this guide was so fun. Um, Well, like you said, I'm part of the utility team at the LA Times. So we do kind of like news you can use, a lot of explainers and practical guides. And as you can imagine, during the pandemic, it was a lot of like heavy stuff, you know, like vaccines or fires or like terrible air quality, (laughs) you know, like, like really heavy stuff. And I think, you know, when I was thinking about like, how, how can we help people? It became clear that we should, we need to also like think about mental health and how do we give people tools to like lift themselves up when they're like pummeled with bad news all the time. And, um, 
I was um, working with our reporter, Agnes Constante, on this Filipino-American mental health project, and where we did focus group with mental health professionals. And I really remember one session where one of them said, um, singing and karaoke is like such a good way to kind of manage your mental health. It like can reduce stress and anxiety. And as someone who loves karaoke and I missed it so much during the pandemic, I think a lot of us missed it during the pandemic because we didn't know if it was safe, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so when I was thinking about karaoke, I was like, actually there's like a lot of strategy when it comes to <laughs> picking your go-to songs and maybe we should map that out. That would be really fun. That would make a lot of people who might be nervous about karaoke um, understand how fun it is. I love that uh, the people at the Mental Health Project were talking about how how karaoke is good for your mental health. It makes sense. Singing makes us happy. But yeah. I think you're right. There's got to be something to the element of singing with others that's particular to karaoke, right? Yeah, I think there's something about community, right, and doing something together. And I think there's also something about karaoke that's um, silly, right, and a little bit cheesy and kind of you have to kind of not think that much and get over any inhibitions and not take things too seriously. And I think something about that also helps. Yeah, I got to embrace the cheesiness. I understand <laughs> it's also, for you personally, it's been a point of connection with your family? Oh, yeah. I mean, I totally associate karaoke with my family because I grew up in San Jose, California. Um, I'm Taiwanese-American. And I just remember we always had these dinner parties with my parents and my parents' friends. And in the living room, they'd always be singing karaoke. They'd be singing like, <laughs> like uh, Taiwanese songs and Mano pop songs. And I think um, when we were really young, we like I think as kids, you know, we would go up to, you know, my friend Ewan's bedroom and read Babysitter's Club while my, <laughs> my like parents and their friends sing. But, you know, as we grew older, you know, there were the laser discs and we had the laser discs and, you know, we would get some that had English language songs. And I don't know. And I remember uh, my one of my high school friends was just reminding me that, yeah, like I invited them over to sing karaoke and I don't know. Yeah, it just reminds me of home, you know, my parents, family, community. And even now when I sing, I just sing with my friends, you know, like in the private karaoke room. So Yeah, I can so picture the family karaoke, the family gathering karaoke with the uh, the laser discs. One thing I was struck by was it sounds like a lot of Asian immigrants, kids, say that this karaoke was also a point of connection with family, with their families as well, even learning the language and things like that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think for Chinese, Taiwanese, Americans, this is totally a thing because, you know, we grow up here and we're sent to Chinese school on Saturdays <laughs> and we don't pay attention even though we should. And now my mom and I'm literally going to take my kids to Chinese school <laughs> Um, but I think as we get older, we're like, oh, we should, you know, we want to connect with our culture. We want to practice our language. You know, we watch, you know, the Taiwanese dramas and the TV shows, but also karaoke is a big thing where we can kind of practice um, the language. At least for me, I, I mean, there's um, like if if I could do any song, I would do like all the Jay Chow songs, but I can only do the really simple ones. But I think it's really fun for me to pick 
some of the simple ones and practice it, you know, and then you sing it and it looks like you're really good at it. But really, you practice it a hundred times. <laughs> totally. I'm wondering, you mentioned that you sometimes do it in the in the private rooms, you know, like we would do it at Norebang and things like that. But when it comes to you, Ada, are you more likely to fa- be found in sort of the private room karaoke thing or on stage at bars? Oh, my gosh. I um, What I realized during this project is that if you lead an L.A. Times project on karaoke, people think that you perform at bars. And I do not. <laughs> um, no, I, I mean, I do it with my friend, you know, like it's like living rooms, you know, with my friends at, you know, Norba, you know, like K-Town at Max Karaoke <laughs> in L.A. Um, and but I think we did as part of our um, project LA Times, we did have the um, kind of guide to picking our karaoke song, but we also had a list of um, 29 places around LA that we visited to recommend places for people to go. And that's when I started going out and was like, should I try this? And I was so nervous, you know, but it's, it's funny because there's just so many different ways to sing karaoke. What helped you get over your nerves? Oh my gosh, Jen Yamato. <laughs> Um, our film reporter at the LA Times, who's actually the our LA Times karaoke queen, she's amazing and she can do any type of karaoke. But she took me to this um, live band karaoke place um, in San Gabriel Valley. It was a casual encounters karaoke, and there weren't that many people there, so I was like, maybe I should try <laughs> if I'm gonna, you know, if I have to you know, you know, report on karaoke, this seems like something I should try. So, um, yeah, I picked, they, they have a song, they have a list of songs that they can perform, you know, as you're singing live. And I remember looking at the list and luckily we had also been doing the go-to, how do you pick your go-to karaoke song? Cause I feel like I had to like, think about like, okay, I know what I like to sing in private with my friends, but if I'm singing, if I'm uncomfortable, and I'm singing in front of strangers, like, what are, I, what are the considerations? What's the strategy here? Right. And I went with Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. <laughs> nice. Purely because I was like, I know this song, like, the back of my hand. So if I get nervous, I'll still know the song, you know? We are talking with Ada Sang, assistant editor on the utility journalism team for the Los Angeles Times, part of the team that came up with the ultimate guide to finding your go-to karaoke songs. And we've asked you, our listeners, what's your go-to karaoke song and why? Also, if you have some karaoke tips, please feel free to share them because there might be some listeners who find it a little intimidating. Even if it's in a small room with a group of friends, you can call 866-733-6786, post it on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, email forum at kqed.org. Shana writes, I've been known to perform an impressive rendition of Crawling by Linkin Park and shout out to my favorite karaoke spot, Millbrae Karaoke House. Tim writes, 24K Magic by Bruno Mars. It is catchy, has high energy, and the lyrics are infectious. Okay, Ada saying, since you led a whole project around go-to karaoke songs, I assume you did the guide. (laughs) What did it say is your go-to karaoke song or are your go-to karaoke songs? Oh, my gosh. I was like, so there's certain vocal ranges where there's just so many more options for pop songs than others. So I think I'm pretty lucky that I got a lot of different options. 
So I think one of them they gave me was Melissa, Melissa Etheridge's um, I'm the only one. And I was like, oh, I do like singing that. Mm, so they knew you. Yeah, it's like 90s swagger. Oh, sorry. Like, maybe I should like contextualize a little bit. So the song generator, you can pick three things. You can pick the um, time period you're looking for, the mood, and then vocal range. And then I'll turn out some suggestions for you. Yeah, I think we're going to go through it right after the break. But before we go i want to know why you say if you're doing karaoke for the first time you do rihanna's take a bow (laughs) oh my gosh i love that song (laughs) i think i think rihanna's a pretty good kind of go-to like singer to go to if so so i'm just like an average singer like i can't hit the high notes like and i'm not confident enough to even go for them so i think rihanna kind of has um the vocal range is a little easier but then she has a lot of attitude so i feel like you know a lot of times i make up for my lack of vocal range with like attitude or um really deep emotion (laughs) or silliness or just kind of um the words i feel like it's like the storytelling so take a bow it's just you can imagine like Somebody, I, I, in karaoke, I also like to pretend somebody cheated on me and I'm really mad about it. I don't know why. It's just, that's really fun. And there's a lot of songs that do that. So it's it's about her, like some, her, her boyfriend cheated on her and she's just like, he's standing there outside her house. <laughs> and she's saying, you look so dumb right now. I don't know. It's just very silly. And, um, you know, it's about, um, you know, you're trying to apologize. But yeah. She doesn't. She doesn't like believe it she's like go on and take a bow oh i i like how you inhabit the character that is so cool we are hearing the karaoke version of take a bow right now i love that we can play karaoke versions of songs during the show andy writes i avoid karaoke like the plague well hopefully andy we can convince you otherwise because we're talking about why we love it and how to find your go-to song this hour on forum stay with us i'm mina kim Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. Set 10 years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence, June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com. We've all got those parts of our house where the internet just won't go. Well, if you had wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you could worry less about dead spots. Because with wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you get fast speeds, reliable connection in every room, and power for all of your devices, even when everyone's online. That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi only with Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. Uh, my favorite karaoke song, which I belt out every time, is Chain of Fools by Aretha Franklin. And it goes, For five long years, I thought you were my man. But 
Talking about karaoke this hour, why we love it, how to find your go-to song, and even hearing you listeners sing a bit of your favorite favorite karaoke song. Thank you to Zoe in San Francisco for that. That was awesome. Ada Tang is with us. This is an editor on the utility journalism team at the Los Angeles Times, which came up with the ultimate guide to finding your go-to karaoke songs, and you, our listeners, are sharing Yours, Paul writes, the mamas and the papas, California dreaming can be sung pretty effectively on one note. (laughs) Never try anything by Elton John. His range is huge and humiliation beckons. Oh, Paul, I say you should go for it. We are asking, though, for karaoke tips, especially for people who might find it intimidating. And that's probably a good tip for someone who's doing it for the first time. Uh, Also, we're hearing from you why you love a particular karaoke song. And we also have experts with us to talk to you about finding that perfect song. And joining Ada Sang right now is Hannah Glass. Hannah Sang, Hannah Glass, sorry, is a music analyst in rap and hip-hop at Pandora. And Hannah did music analysis and data entry for the songs in The Ultimate Guide by the Los Angeles Times. Hannah Glass, welcome to Forum. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So I promised Ada that we'd walk through the guide a little bit. So if you go to the story, basically, uh, how the ultimate guide to finding your go-to karaoke songs, it'll ask you basically just to answer three questions, as Ada said. The first is the time period. So Hannah, what's your advice for finding the right time period or picking a time period? Right. Time period. I feel like I like to pick... The decade that I was in when I was in sixth grade, because <laughs> um, that's how I f- that's the type of music that formed my entire personality. Um, but this, you know, the decade that you grew up in or the decade of music that you really like or maybe the decades of music that your parents really liked that they played for you growing up. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to pick sixth grade because I don't know that I... <laughs> know a lot of music from that time that would be in a karaoke list, but I can go with college years or the 90s. Yeah. So I'm wondering, okay, I've picked 90s here in the guide. The next thing it's asking me is mood. And mood is kind of self-explanatory in some of these cases. Like there's get happy, like a song to get happy. There's Mm -hmm. just dance. There's bear your soul, which I assume is, you know, just sort of like heartache let yes. it all out kind of songs. There's also this category here, though, called swagger. There's what some songs swagger. are in swagger? Um, so the swagger songs, that's the, there's a, there's a pretty big variety. Um, if you want to be extra sassy or if you want to, you know, it's, it's more about attitude than maybe vocal chops per se. So those songs have a lot of attitude. So what about Rage On? Is that like metal? Or? Rage On, there's a lot of there's a lot of metal, there's a lot of rock, but um if a, any song can be particularly taxing on the voice and emotional. So Bear You Bear Your Soul is very emotional, but Rage On is kind of the angry side. And in karaoke, there's a lot of those. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I'll get it out on karaoke on the karaoke stage. Okay, well mm-hmm. I'm going to pick Swagger here. All right. The last question I'm being asked is vocal range. What if people don't know their vocal range? How do you figure that out? Great question. Um, So 
there are basically four vocal parts that we talk about soprano alto tenor and bass so for example or actually perhaps even baritone so if you like singing all of me by john legend that might be bass if you like singing if you're comfortable in singing you know material girl by madonna you might be a soprano um and for people who maybe don't sing very high but like to sing stuff like Rihanna, like Ada mentioned, that probably be an alto voice. Mm. And yeah. and mezzo-soprano is in between alto and soprano. So. Mezzo-soprano would be in the middle, and that's the sweet spot for most popular karaoke songs. Um, so if you, even if you don't think you can hit those spots, um, it's a good, it's a good range to sing in. Well, I think for me, mezzo-soprano is a goal. <laughs> I think I'm an alto. <laughs> That's good. So I'm going to type in alto here. All right. Now it says, find your song. This is what has come up. 90 Swagger Alto. What's Up by Four Non Blondes. Yes. <laughs> you Ought to Know by Alanis Morissette, which of we course. played in our billboard. Uh, one that I cannot say on air. Waterfalls <laughs> by TLC. <laughs> And Give Me One Reason by Tracy Chapman. I have never tried that one. Oh, my God, I love this. All right, let me hear from our listeners. Let me go to the phone. Steve in San Jose, you are on. Hi, Steve. Hi there. Um, yeah, I'm down in San Jose and born and raised, and we have a big karaoke set up in our garage bar, and everybody from the neighborhood comes in oh. about once a month and sings and just get silly with each other, no judgment, all sorts of fun. And every time somebody new moves into the neighborhood, the big indoctrination is to get them out for a karaoke night. And after that, we're all together. They, every, it's a great way to bring people into the group. I love that so much. I bet it was such an important sort of community building thing during the pandemic. Am I guessing right, Steve, that that kind of activity? You know, during the pandemic, we actually, because I have great big studio monitors and we moved it all outside that totally makes sense and so you were able to have these so we really we fun outdoor gatherings lawn and we would yeah we would sit on the front lawn and have a drink and 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 just pick songs and and i'd bring my laptop out and we'd all look at the screen and and just and just go to town on those microphones it was so much fun and you know i don't i don't sing the way i used to i'm over 50 now and i'm a bit more of a baritone and bass i used to enjoy my billy joel and now I'm just backing other singers up. <laughs> but <laughs> nice. it's, it's always a good time. Our, our go-to song is Radiohead's Creep, Ooh. mostly because of the Straight No Chaser version of it. That is a good one. Thank you, Steve, for sharing. And that is super cool. I'm wondering, Hannah, for people who are feeling less confident in their abilities these days, mm -hmm. or do you have any advice, I don't know, if ranges help or just suggestions generally to make it a little easier on yourself yeah for for the for the novice karaoke singer you novice mean? karaoke or someone who's not super confident about whether they still they still got it ah well um first of all i think the karaoke setting is a judgment-free zone and um i'm actually it's a good reminder <laughs> yeah it's a it's a safe space so know that um, but otherwise, I think um, the simpler songs uh, would be easier, but they're not as fun. But uh, yeah, I'd say if you're if you're a mid-range singer, I think alto 
um, songs would be good. So tend to go lower than you think. Lower is probably better, but the fun ones are sometimes really high. And um, there's some other singers on on the program, but uh, take a big breath before you <laughs> before you sing. You know, Ada, we were talking about sort of the the community aspect of singing with others. But the other part of karaoke is that you are also singing in front of a bunch of strangers, especially if you're doing it at the bar. What do you think about what it feels like when you're able to get perfect strangers into the song you're doing? And what are your strategies for doing that? Oh, is that a question for me? So I, yeah, I think I've mm-hmm. sung in front of strangers like three times in my life. But you know what? Um, the last time I did it was at the, we, we had an event for Filipino American mental health where we got, um, we combined it with karaoke and we had mental health professionals do a karaoke competition. And then we opened it up for karaoke and I went up and sang. And I was super nervous, but the thing that helped me was, this is gonna sound silly, but I remember that scene from my best friend's wedding where Cameron Diaz is up there and you know she's like not a good singer at all but she kind of like charms people and then the audience rallies behind her yes and i remember just thinking like it's fine <laughs> so nervous and like i feel like my voice was shaky but i just be like it's fine like you know like like hannah said it's 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 like you know it's, it's karaoke it's not no one's judging i'm not pretending that i'm an amazing singer like it's just to like have fun and if you i think so, well oh so, uh, advice someone gave me which is just advice good advice in general it's kind of like if you look like you're having fun people are gonna have fun right so yeah. i think that's probably the best advice and there really is nothing like that moment when the audience totally rallies with you which as you say happens a lot more often than people who are nervous about doing karaoke might think. But it is okay to do this in sort of a small group to start. And Hannah, I understand that you did the quiz with your family members. Describe yes. that. Ah, well, um, so the LA Times article came out probably a week or so before Thanksgiving. And uh, I had to do a lot of driving for Thanksgiving, picking people up from from uh, BART or from the airport, and it was a perfect time for us to do the to the to do the karaoke wow. song generator. And then every single member of my family did the song generator, and then we would play the karaoke version, and then they would serenade us in the car. It was a pretty <laughs> made the car ride not as long. It was great. So that is, listeners, your next holiday activity with family. Do the guide, and then everybody do their song. All right, we got this voicemail from Ken in Redwood City. Let's hear it. I love going to my local karaoke bar. Since it's a bar, every night's different. Sometimes it's empty. Sometimes it's crowded, and everybody's a little bit drunk and being pretty loud, and you're never guaranteed the attention of the audience. Uh, but what, one thing that really uh, seems to get people to tune in is the piano intro. Uh, and I've had some great success with an uh, uh, oldie from the Little River Band called Cool Change. that starts with a sweet little piano melody and some really heartfelt opening lyrics that go something like, If there's one thing in my life that's missing, it's the time that I spend alone Sailing on the cool and bright clear water All 
Ken from Redwood City. Thank you for that. We are talking about karaoke and hearing you sing a bit of your favorite karaoke songs. Also love that tip, Ken, about a good, strong opening, a good, strong musical opening, getting an audience at a bar involved. And I'd like to bring into the conversation now Kiki Park. Kiki Park is a KJ, a karaoke DJ in West L.A. Kiki also performs live with three bands, runs a karaoke company, and gives private vocal lessons. Kiki, welcome to Forum. Oh, thank you for having me, Mina. So as a karaoke DJ, I bet you get asked a lot, what song should I do? Yeah, I hate that question. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so thankful that this uh, generator came out because I literally put a QR code connected to the article so people can find their own songs because I'm there to be entertained as well. And so if I'm coming from my, you know, mental space of what I want you to sing, I don't know your voice. I want you to sing what makes you happy. And that's going to make the show and the whole night really fun. So what would you say to people when they asked you before you had this handy guide? Um, okay, so I totally agree on um, what Hannah was saying about the either middle school, high school, or college song. Those are the years that, you know, life was about school and being finding who you are. Um, and those are the songs that you've been singing since your youth. You already know the lyrics and you don't even know you know it. They're like ingrained in you. So... Definitely one of those songs. Pick your decade. And then um, once you start collecting your songs, make a list on your notes in your phone. Because once you show up in a crowd full of people, you're going to be nervous and be like, oh, what was that song? I can't pull it from my memory. Just do yourself a favor and get a list out and go down the list. And you'll see that list grow and grow. And I have not found the bottom of my list. It keeps growing. Oh, that's that's so great. So then tell me what what you like about being a KJ that you think is different from being like a DJ? Um, I mean, uh, DJs are fantastic. They get you in the mood. Um, but I get to allow people to come out after work and just let their, let themselves go, you know, and they get to, you know, free themselves for a moment and they get to have the stage for a moment. And um, I don't know, I I almost feel like I have found my purpose here because people have thanked me and helped me like, oh, thank you for, you know, getting me out there, even then I didn't want to. I love that scene with Cameron Diaz um, in that movie uh, where she gets up there because she's so nervous at first. But yeah, everybody rallies behind you. It makes you feel good. Like, why not get, you know, why not get happy? Get as happy as you can, as fast as you can. And you met your husband at karaoke, right? Yeah, <laughs> I did. So tell us that story. Oh, um, oh, let's see. <laughs> That's so awesome. Um, Paul was always standing in one spot in the shack karaoke room down where we have karaoke tonight, um, Friday night, uh, in Playa del Rey. And he was standing in the same spot always because it was the heater. And I was like, man, it's a smart man um, standing next to the heater, especially in these uh, December LA nights. <laughs> and um, Paul kind of got where, you know, my different um, bands were playing. So he would come visit the bands and he took interest. It's like, I mean, I, I did the love search, you know, we, we didn't get together until we were like, I was 36. Um, you know, and I just decided to do what I love and go where I love and be where I love. And so someone kind of found me doing what I love Mm. and followed me around. And then finally, one day I noticed and I look and I was like, what are you doing here? 
And he was like, oh, you know, just hanging out. And he said he would have never approached me if I didn't approach him. So, you know, like I, I was so happy. We were friends for years before I ever approached him. And I just noticed, I was like, you're always hanging around and stuff. And he's like, I gave a good show. And he still, now he supports me at my shows and we have two kids and he brings them and films me doing shows and stuff. So yeah. And he has his own favorite karaoke song, right? (laughs) Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Um, Love in the LBC because he's uh, out from Pittsburgh <laughs> and he's from out here in California, um, born in East L.A. And so he loves the uh, summertime in the LBC. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <doing it. laughs> Let me go yeah. to caller Kim in San Francisco. Hi, Kim. Hi, everyone. Oh, thank you for this show. It's so fun. Yay. Um, what I wanted to recommend is the Mint um, on in San Francisco on Market. I think it's around Market in DeBose. And it's such a lively, well-known karaoke spot. And there are regulars. And how I know about it is um, I was taken there on my birthday. But I'm so shy. And I no way did I believe I was expected to sing. Um, and I didn't have a go-to song. But the regulars, um, I guess the, the Kate, Jay's, that was a Carrie mm-hmm. DJ, KJ, um, yeah. and yeah, invited one of the regulars up to give me support, and and they didn't go full flamboyant, and they, but they just toned it down a little bit, and it was so encouraging, and I was able to get out a song, and and they, and then the whole audience went crazy. <laughs> it was so nice. Yeah. So I want to recommend the Mint in San Francisco. We're gonna check that out. Yeah, that is a really good tip to also do with other people if you're feeling nervous. Um, Kiki, we're coming up on a break, but really quick, what are some good duet songs or group songs? Um, duet songs. Everybody loves doing the Grease, you know, duets in, uh, from that musical. Yep. I love Rent, uh, like a female duet, Take Me Baby or Leave Me. I love doing that one. And Suddenly Seymour. I don't know why they're all musicals for me. But uh, but the best classic is Lionel Richie, um, Endless Love with Diana Ross. Nice. Kiki Park is a KJ in West LA. Hannah Glass is a music analyst in rap and hip hop at Pandora. Ada Sang is assistant editor on the utility journalism team. All put their strengths in the ultimate guide to finding your go-to karaoke song, which we're talking about today. Stay with us. This is Forum. Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. Set 10 years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence, June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com. We've all got those parts of our house where the internet just won't go. Well, if you had wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you could worry less about dead spots. Because with wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you get fast speeds, reliable connection in every room, and power for all of your devices, even when everyone's online. That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi only with Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary.
Welcome back to Forum. I'm Mina Kim. We're talking about how you can sing karaoke even if you don't think you can sing. Because so much of it is about the performance, your passion. That's what our guests are telling us today. Hannah Glass is a music analyst in rap and hip-hop at Pandora who did music analysis and data entry for the ultimate guide Mm -hmm. to finding your go-to karaoke song. Ada Sang is assistant editor on the utility journalism team at the Los Angeles Times that put out the guide and was inspired to do it. Kiki Park is a KJ in West LA who performs live with three bands and runs a karaoke company as well. You, our listeners, are sharing what's your go-to karaoke song and why. Find karaoke intimidating? You want tips? You can ask our guests. Also, So if there's a story of a karaoke experience that you want to share, hey, Kiki found her the love of her life. Email your comments and questions to forum at kqed.org. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at KQED Forum. Call us 866-733-6786. Johnny writes, karaoke is one of my favorite ways to spend time with my girlfriend. I love singing Dreams by the Cranberries in a duet with her. She used to be a jazz singer, so she can do Dolores, Big Celtic, Yodel without a problem. It's so fun. But since it's Christmas time, we have recently taken to doing Last Christmas by Wham. Shout out to The Mint. Another shout out to The Mint. And Johnny says, tip your KJs. I'm sure you would support that, Kiki. Let me go next to caller Marlene in Richmond. Hi, Marlene. You're on. Oh, my goodness. I didn't expect to get on. I just want to tell you this is the fun, really, really one high-energy program. I'm almost 80, and my to-go song, and they're going to play it at the fu- my funeral 20,000 years from now, is Me and Bobby McGee by Janis Joplin. And every time I go to sing it, I, I can't get the words out because it's very difficult. But um, I'm also very shy. But I just, these people have given me hope. I was on a cruise ship once, and I said to my girlfriend, I'm going up, and I'm going to tell them I'm going to sing it. Thank God they didn't have have it in their repertoire. Oh. I been a, oh. So, Marlene, you haven't everyone... done this yet, are you saying? Not quite. No, I have not, but I have to practice and practice, and I don't have a good voice. That's just the truth. Oh. But I love the song, and I love the energy people have, and I know that music is medicine. I mean, I'm really skipping around the kitchen right now. Oh. It's just wonderful. <laughs> people meet their loved ones and their heart. I mean, the endorphins go up. Thank you for putting this on. It's such a great holiday show. Well, I'm glad that it spoke to you, Marlene. And i got to bet, Kiki, that you hear a lot of people say, I don't have a good voice, I can't sing, I'm tone deaf, and so on. What do you say to people? Well, karaoke is practice, by the way. So, you know, I mean, no one paid concert tickets to come in and see (laughs) anybody sing. So karaoke is practice. Use it, you know. Um, Use that energy. Uh, yeah, a lot of people are nervous because either they can't sing. I, I'm, I'm a vocal coach and I really believe, I know a lot of people might disagree with me, but if you can talk, you can sing. And it's, it's a muscle thing. I actually found some old footage of myself, um, back in 2012, singing the songs that I sing now. And it was very different and not very great. It was like, you know, I, but I sang those songs hundreds of times And it's about repetition. It's about getting out there and doing it. And um, if you're nervous, then you're human and you have to use that energy towards the towards a performance, you know, just accept that nervousness is there, whether it's in laughter or whether it's in, you know, um, you know, just shaking, like use that energy. It's there. You can't fight it. You've got to have seen so many performances. What do you think is at the heart of a good performance, Kiki? Um, lyrics and tied to emotions. So, I mean, I watch all those, um, singing shows 
And the best performances from there, even though someone might have a good voice, if they're not connected to the lyrics and the passion of the music, that's why sometimes, sometimes you can have someone have a better performance who doesn't have the best voice. As long as they're, you know, they're selling the show, they're giving the passion towards it and they're entertaining you. Yeah, well, Marlene clearly has passion for Bobby McGee. And so I say go out there. Karaoke is practice, not yes. performance, says Kiki. Let yeah. me go to Luke in Emeryville. Hi, Luke. You're next. Hi. Uh, I was just thinking about, you know, the whole community of, of karaoke. And and you were talking about duets and how that, I think that's just the best way to kind of get into it, definitely. And it doesn't even have to be a duet song to, to get up there and, you know, sing with your friends, whether it's in a private room or at a bar. You kind of just go up with people that make you feel comfortable and they will bring out the best of you on stage. And eventually, you know, maybe you'll want to be up there in the limelight all on your own. Yeah. Uh, I know that's kind of how I started. Uh, well, Luke, and now I'm happy to be up there doing cool in the gang any day of the week. <laughs> cool in the gang. Oh, yes. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It, and the community part of it really is. Thank you for underscoring that. Gladina tweets, I'm teaching singing with karaoke to kindergarten to fifth graders. It's a great learning tool, rhythm, song structure, and reading skills all in one. Wow. I didn't yes. even know that it could do that. Yeah. Kiki, you are seconding that, huh? Absolutely. I mean, it's it's a fun way for my daughter to keep up with the words. She's only three, but, you know, you can follow along. Um, it's and she memorizes the melodies in her head, just like Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. You can give them any song. Um, so, yeah, no, it's great for kids. In fact, I wish I hope in every city we have more kids karaoke, like something on a Sunday afternoon because it does help that. And, and kids already know the songs, you know, from Frozen and all the different Disney things. So they don't even need the lyrics. They'll just get out there and they'll belt it with a microphone. It's so fun for a kid. Well, my Robert tweets, I do mobile DJ jobs and added karaoke. Many people are shy. Some don't want to stand up in front of others. And if you are amazing singers, I use inflatable microphones and musical instruments and can usually get the whole crowd having a terrific time. What a good idea if you're shy about your voice, but you can sort of practice with an inflatable microphone. I love that. Michael tweets, as a baritone, a lot of rock and pop songs are closed off to me. My go-to song is Depeche Mode's Personal Jesus. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, good good uh, song suggestion for baritones. Vanessa writes, Folsom Prison Blues, don't need much of a good voice, just deep and dark passion. Let me go to Lisa in Los Altos. Hi, Lisa. Hello. Hi. What Hi, would you like um, to say? Well, I have uh, a comment on karaoke. I just, I know a lot of people see it as sometimes being like a silly fun thing, which it totally is, but it also can be very, um, it can bring people together in a special way. Uh, I grew up in a very big, very musical family. And several years ago, my, my dad had acquired karaoke equipment and he used to host it for his local VFW where he was the commander for several years. So a lot of times after big family gatherings, uh, he would fire up karaoke machine in his garage, and we just would take turns going up, singing whatever song we could find. And if we didn't know the lyrics, sometimes we'd do a karaoke roulette, you know, where we just do a song, punch in numbers at random, and if, if we didn't know the lyrics, we would just start singing like Bob Dylan <laughs> and just try to, you know, mumble the words out and make it up as we go. Um, and I want to say that um, uh, in September, my dad died. Mm. And 
we, after the memorial, we went over to his house and we fired up the karaoke machine. And it was just really special to have the whole family there singing in his honor. Um, and it was something we did as a family and still continue to do. Oh, that's beautiful. I'm so sorry for your loss, Lisa, but what a beautiful Thank way you. to honor him. Thank you for sharing that. Um, Hannah, Lisa's point about how people think of karaoke as sort of cheesy and silly, but then it really does have a lot of deep mm-hmm. meaning. It reminds me of the role that karaoke played in your life, I think you said, after college? Yes. Um, so I have a degree in music, so I'm now a performing professional musician and also music analyst at Pandora. But I was doing um, acapella for all four years of college, like rehearsing, performing, like three days a week at least for four whole years. And then I graduate and I'm like, my voice is like, where do I make noise? How? Do, where do I sing? So I ended up attending karaoke nights at the local bar, you know, in my parents' town um, every week. And then it got to the point where whenever me and my friends would show up, the DJ would be, if it were a karaoke night, the DJ would be like, oh, Hannah's here. Do you want me to set up the karaoke machine <laughs> for me? So then I, you know, would go every day probably um yeah and I think it's a great way to it's such a wonderful vessel to be able to express yourself the words are there you can you know it can be as serious or as cheesy as you like and I think within the cheesiness you get way more freedom to kind of bear your soul as we phrase it in LA times yeah yeah no that makes that makes a lot of sense um We've got so many calls and comments. Let me read some more here. Craigie writes, gotta give a shout out to DJ Purple, the best KJ I've ever encountered in person and online. Clearly with your story, Hannah, that relationship's important for people. And I'm sure Kiki knows this. Mm -hmm. During Shelter in Place, Craigie writes, he figured out an excellent system for doing karaoke over Zoom, even allowing for real-time duets with other singers and with his excellent saxophone solos. He supported us locals who missed seeing him live and welcomed people from all over the country and world. Thanks, Purple. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. Let me yeah. go to Donna in Santa Rosa. Hi, Donna. You're on. Hi. Can you hear me okay? I can. Okay, great. Um, well, let me start out by saying nobody has ever accused me of being a good singer. <laughs> and for my 40th birthday in New York City, a bunch of friends took me out for karaoke, and one of them secretly put a note in the box with my name on it saying I wanted to sing We've Only Just Begun. And I said, no way. And I grabbed a few of my friends and said, we're going to sing Respect, which turned out was a really hard song to sing. But we sounded awful. But the only other people in the club were a bunch of gorgeous 20-year-old soccer players who just cheered us on and loved it. And they all gave me birthday hugs at the end. And it was just a beautiful way to spend my birthday. Nice, Donna. That sounds like a very memorable birthday. Speaking of memorable, Anita writes... The only time I ever saw karaoke was when I was a teacher in Japan and my colleagues insisted I get up on the stage and sing. I left my heart in San Francisco. They insisted I get up there, so I was so homesick, I cried through the entire song. It was so embarrassing and funny at the same time. Needless to say, I've never done it again. I hope you've done karaoke again. Maybe not that song again, but... (laughs) 
I got to say, Anita, I'm sure that was very memorable for sure. We are talking with Hannah Glass, a music analyst in rap and hip hop at Pandora, Kiki Park, a KJ or a karaoke DJ in West L.A., Ada Sang, assistant editor on the utility journalism team at the Los Angeles Times. All three played a role in the ultimate guide to finding your go-to karaoke songs that the LA Teams Project put out and that you can find to get to your ultimate karaoke song. Again, if you haven't done it before, it'll give you good suggestions. If you've done it before, it'll probably suggest songs that you had never heard of. Wasn't there one like that for you? Yes. <laughs> yes, definitely. So I, I, I switched up the decades because I have my... I have my favorite 90s songs and my 2010 songs, um, but I think I picked 80s kind of rage alto songs, and um, there were only a couple that I think came up for the lower range, and I can't, I don't even remember who does it, but it's the song, I'm your Venus, I'm your fire, your desire. <laughs> that's Bananarama. Yeah, Bananarama, <laughs> right. Um, and that's... That's the only part of the song that I know. So, <laughs> and at this point, I was driving my family on Thanksgiving, so I couldn't, I couldn't read the karaoke lyrics when I was driving, so I had to skip it. <laughs> but I sang the chorus over and over. That that is so good. Uh, Deanna writes, "Summertime, low and bluesy." Another listener writes, "I don't often sing karaoke, but when I do, it's got to be the Dock of the Bay." Olina writes, "Picture" by Cheryl Crow and Kid Rock. Oh, I wonder, that's a duet right there. Another listener writes, I like bad singers better than good ones. They are usually funny. Isn't that true, Kiki? Like, agree. people love getting up there to show off. <laughs> agree. Totally agree. They they sometimes give you the best show, and they always bring me songs that I just haven't thought of for a while either. So, and they've been working on it for a while. So, it's it's great. I love it. I love, I love bad singers, too. So, Kiki, we've been hearing such wonderful reflections about what, karaoke means to people some really deep ones too we heard hannah's story and we heard ada's story at the top i'm wondering if you think about what karaoke means to you how you answer that um wow i mean that that's deep for me because i had a whole different career um before this as a molecular biologist and i was doing cancer research um, and, uh, the money, you know, our country was giving money to other sources and for research, it just kind of dwindled. So I flowed like a river over to my next talent. I said, you know, this is, I did it when I came out of college and I wanted to go back to it. So it's created a career and a life for me. Um, crowds are very supportive. It's positive, especially everybody has said for mental health. Um, I think that, you know, it can even bring out a talent in someone who's down on their luck, you know, and just may give them encouragement. Um, so yeah, karaoke is deep. And then it's, it's also, it connects people with love. There's, I, my favorite story is this guy who got mad because the list was so long, he didn't get on. And it happens, you know, tip your KJs if you want to get on faster. But um, like he comes up to me and he says, I wanted to sing, you know, there's drinking involved. And he, I wanted to sing Brown Eyed Girl because this girl was a brown eyed girl at the bar. And that's all I wanted to do was just sing to her. And I was like, I'm so sorry. You know, <laughs> use music is is a huge connector and, um, you know, just brings out all sorts of emotions. So yeah. I just, yeah. And, and family together. I, I agree with uh, Ada. It brings tons of families together. Yeah. Absolutely. Ron in Concord. I think we can squeeze you in. You're on. Ron. Oh, 
Can you hear me? I can. Go right ahead. Good morning. Okay, so I'm up in Canada 30 years ago, uh, karaoke night. I had a couple of beers. I'm very shy, very shy. I get up, and I start singing uh, The Four Seasons, Big Girls Don't Cry. Somebody comes running out of the audience. He's next to me, and, oh, it made it so much easier. It was just great to go and do the Big Girls Don't Cry, and on and on. Okay, that's it. That was perfect, Ron. <laughs> that was such a sweet story. That is so cute. Oh. And totally underscoring the connector piece of it, which has been the theme of um, our show today related to karaoke and also what Forum is constantly striving to do. This listener writes, Life in the fast lane, sympathy for the devil, or a hoagie Carmichael tune if I'm feeling amorous. So that's their go-to karaoke song. Shaylin tweets, whatever you sing, tip your service workers and respect their safety protocols. Thank you for that reminder, Shaylin. Dick writes, the kinks, Lola. Well, I am so grateful to all our guests who came today to talk about the power of karaoke. And Ada saying thank you so much for this ultimate guide. Thank you so much for having us. I'm so happy that we got to talk about karaoke for a whole hour and it was so fun to listen to everybody's stories and listen to everybody sing and I hope I hope this encourages people to do it and if, if, if singing's not something that you know makes you happy I hope you find something else that makes you happy like that. Ada Sang, assistant editor on the utility journalism team at the LA Times. Check out the ultimate guide to finding your go-to karaoke songs. Hannah Glass, a music analyst at Pandora, Kiki Park, a KJ in West LA. Thanks to all of you. And also, my thanks to Caroline Smith, who produced today's show. Forum also includes Susie Britton, Grace Wan, Marlena Jackson-Rotondo, and Susan Davis. Our engineers are Danny Bringer, Brendan Willard, and Jim Bennett. Our interns, Lulu Ralda and Paul C. Kelly Campos. Our vice president of news is Ethan Tovin Lindsay, and chief content officer is Holly Kernan. And you, listeners, how wonderful life is that you're in the world. I'm Mina Kim. I hope you don't mind, I hope you don't mind That I put down in the world How wonderful life is While you're in the world Funds for the production of Forum are provided by the members of KQED Public Radio, the Germanicos Foundation, the Generosity Foundation, and the Heising-Simons Foundation. Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. Set ten years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence, June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com. We've all got those parts of our house where the internet just won't go. Well, if you had wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you could worry less about dead spots. Because with wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you get fast speeds, reliable connection in every room, and power for all of your devices, even when everyone's online. That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi only with Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. All over the country. We need to improve reading in Wisconsin. Schools are changing the way they teach reading. I'm calling for a renewed focus on literacy. We have gotten this wrong in New York and all 
across the nation. And it's happening because of a podcast. I think your podcast has changed my life. And I'm going to share this podcast with everyone I meet. Sold a Story investigates how teaching kids to read went wrong. New episodes of Sold a Story are available now.